Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, happy Monday. We're now opening sponsorships for the first quarter of 2023. So if you'd like to get your company in front of some of the smartest eyes in the industry, reach out to our sponsorship team at sponsorship at unsupervised-learning.com. Hope you have a great week. Starting off with security news. The FBI is worried that cyber attacks are becoming more sophisticated and targeted and that AI will increasingly be used in attacks in the next few years. They're specifically worried about attackers being able to target and disable an entire industry, like commercial real estate, for example. They're also worried that deepfakes will become indiscernible from real content within like two years. Hackers out of Russia penetrated a Ukrainian radio station and broadcasted fake updates saying that President Zelensky was in critical condition and intensive care. And the president had to release a video to counter the false claims. Checkpoint says LinkedIn is still the most impersonated phishing brand, followed by Microsoft, DHL, Amazon, and Apple to round out the top five. I've always been curious about why it would be DHL and not like USPS or UPS. Amazon is on the list, but Anyway, yeah, DHL. And by the way, LinkedIn came in at 45%, while second place was only 13%. So LinkedIn is winning by a lot. Monitoring 1Password logs. Spending too much time trying to investigate security issues across 1Password. With the Panther integration for 1Password, security teams can monitor potential risks around company data or credentials stored within their 1Password vaults and detect suspicious activity in real time. To detect anomalous activities in 1Password, Panther provides several out-of-the-box detections. For others where detection isn't available, they've included a piece of code that security teams can readily use in their environment. Enable your team to work smarter and faster while keeping your information secure. Learn more at panther.com. Dragos has uncovered an interesting password-stealing campaign targeted at industrial engineers and operators. The campaign used a technique to extract passwords from the PLC firmware directly and joins the system into a botnet. Computer security company Entrust has been hit with a ransomware attack. Multiple government entities use Entrust for identity and access management, including DOE, DHS, Department of the Treasury, and others. The attack took place in June, and the ransomware group evidently purchased access through an access broker. Atlassian has released a set of patches for multiple vulnerabilities in Confluence, Bitbucket, and other products, all the way up to the level of critical. And Cisco has released multiple advisories in Nexus dashboard and small business routers, including some that can lead to system takeover. Technology news. 
Amazon continues moving into healthcare, this time buying One Medical for $3.9 billion. One Medical is a membership-based market solution to a failed U.S. public healthcare system. For those that can afford it, you pay a fee and get the kind of primary health care and treatment that most people wish they had already. They also offer telehealth. In my mind, this is another development on the battlefield of public or government versus private or corporate services. People wonder what the play is for Amazon, and I think it's fairly simple. I think slowly fill in all the services that people need to get from somewhere, which they often get from governments, and do it better and do it at scale. And I think healthcare and education are the obvious first opportunities, and more on that below. Minecraft has rejected NFTs on its platform. It's uh, pretty widely known at this point that many gamers hate everything about NFTs, and now one of the giants has solidified this in policy. They're specifically trying to avoid people thinking less about the game and more about monetization or, you know, trying to make money. And I think it's a smart move, at least for now, with NFTs in their current state. Netflix lost nearly a million subscribers last quarter, and they're looking at multiple ways to make up revenue. One is adding an ad-based tier, and the other is clamping down on people sharing accounts. So along with lockdown on accounts and making sure people aren't sharing, they now have a new paid option to share your account legitimately. BMW, GM, and other car companies are trying to get in on the subscription model, which is working so well for other places in tech. BMW is selling heated seat subscriptions in multiple countries, including South Korea, and GM made over $2 billion in subscriptions last year for automobiles. They expect that to be $25 billion by 2030. I think Tesla might have moved us forward with this model, given how much their cars feel like a software product. I'm actually for this. I, I don't see a problem here, as long as it's nice-to-haves that you're getting the subscriptions for, and not like seats and steering wheels. Facebook just reinvented Facebook. They're adding a new feature tab where you can follow your friend's activity in chronological order. It's amazing. They went so far astray that they had to invent a new feature to be the thing that everyone initially liked about the service. A chess robot broke a seven-year-old boy's finger during a tournament in Moscow, and it wasn't Terminator stuff. It was evidently just a mistake where the machine thought the boy's finger was a piece. I think the kid might have moved at a strange time, and the robot got confused. The Chess Federation president, Sergei Lazarev, said, quote, this is, of course, bad, end quote. Thanks, Sergei. And nearly 40% of Gen Z is using TikTok and Instagram instead of Google for search. And Google is scrambling to figure out how to recapture some of that. Human News, a massive study of 160 years of U.S. demographic data, indicates that people from rich families are far more likely to become artists. And they mean artists in a broader sense here. A family income of $100,000 makes one twice as likely to become an artist, actor, musician, or author than someone with a family income of 50K. And if the family makes a million dollars, they're 10 times more likely 
So basically every 10K in pre-tax income raises one's chances of becoming an artist by 2%. This seems to make sense to me. You don't have time to think about art when you're thinking about more important things. Maslow's hierarchy and all that. Blake Lemoyne, the engineer who said that the AI he was testing was conscious, has been fired by Google. This is expected behavior given that he went public with a private project. But it still isn't a good look for Google to have another AI person getting fired related to AI ethics. And for the record, I think he was absolutely wrong about his claims uh, based on the experts that I saw talking about it. And he himself actually said it wasn't a technical claim, it was a spiritual claim, because he's got some pretty interesting spiritual beliefs. So yeah, not very surprised here. A new quite large study says porn is bad for men's sex lives, but good for women's sex lives. And I believe the way they're measuring good there is encouraging of healthy sexual behavior. And I think the findings are interesting by themselves, but I want to hear the reasons, or at least their conjecture. A lot of studies don't do that, but I'd like to hear their reasons, compare them to my own theories. The WHO says monkeypox is now a global emergency, and the CDC says there have been nearly 17,000 cases in 74 countries. There's also now monkeypox in 10 of the 11 San Francisco Bay Area sewers or at least the ones that are covered by Stanford's scan system. And Airbnb is raising the maximum host cancellation fee from $100 to $1,000 because they're having too many instances of people canceling at the last minute or trying to get their friends and family in, creating a bad experience. Content ideas and analysis. Principles versus Agents, Sam Harris and Mark Andreessen. My new analysis of an idea I heard in Sam's recent conversation with Andreessen. Really cool idea. Basically, the idea of principles versus agents or managers versus owners and how Andreessen and I think a bunch of libertarians think this is the cause of all problems. You should check out the piece. Next one here, a bourgeoisie primer. A new quick summary of the history and meaning of the word bourgeoisie, because it comes up in my reading constantly, and I didn't think I had a good enough grasp of it, so I just spent a couple hours and did a quick primer on it. And why aspiring influencers should build their brands on their own domain. This is my essay from 2020 on why new influencers should avoid creating their content on networks like Medium or any of the third-party groups. And it's fine if you have a domain and you have everything on your domain and one subdomain of that is a service like Substack or something, but don't just write all your content and put it out to third parties without using a custom domain that is your own. Notes, UL Book Club is this weekend and it's one of my favorite books ever, The Second Mountain by David Brooks. Really can't wait for this one. It is Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific. And I want to mention again how much dictation is approved in iOS 16. I know I've mentioned this before, but it's just way faster and more accurate. You can now speak and type simultaneously and interchangeably to edit text. 
And Siri now adds the proper punctuation to things by itself. So you don't have to say period or comma. Actually, you have to say comma sometimes when it's not obvious. And finally, you can add an emoji by voice as well. And I've been using dictation way more as a result of uh, this upgrade. It's just really, really good. And other books I'm reading, The Machiavellians, The Managerial Revolution. Those two books came from this uh, podcast with Sam. They mentioned a couple things, so I had to go read them quickly. I'm almost done with the first one, actually. And then Recursion and Freedom are two other books that I'm actively working on. Discovery. Recon. Metabigor. Metabigor? I can't figure out what uh, exactly this thing. Meta, B-I-G-O-R. It is an intelligence tool. Its goal is to do OSINT tasks, but without using API keys. I'm a little worried about that because you tend to only get a few results when you don't have an API key. But it includes a wrapper for more efficient scanning of CIDR ranges using mass scan and nmap. It also includes related domain discovery using multiple techniques by Jesse. Supply chain. Hijagger. This tool checks every maintainer from every package in the NPM and Python PyPy registry for unregistered domains or unregistered MX records on those domains by Christians Melmauer. And under pen testing, the Pentester's Promiscuous Notebook, One Pentester's Promiscuous Notes on Everything Pen Testing by Snovcrash. That's cute. The two Vs make a W. Additional links here How to Drive Away Your Best Engineers, the new default shell for macOS 10.15 Catalina is ZSH. Uh, if you migrate, however, it'll still be Bash, but if you make a new account, it'll be ZSH. Good managers write good. Women don't like men who pose for pictures with cats, but dogs are a plus. Interesting study. RSS resurrection via Slack Ops. Tech salaries crash due to equity valuations. McKinsey makes 500K per presentation. Here is their deck structure. And building a fast all SSD NAS on a budget. Recommendation for the week. Consider getting a CO2 detector for your home and or for your bag when you're traveling. The idea is that CO2 increases in stuffy rooms. And stuffiness means less air circulation and likely a higher chance of COVID spread if there are people present, not just COVID, other, other things that are airborne. So it's basically a proxy for how fresh and open a given space is. So I have the RNet 4, which is a really popular one. It's like $250 on Amazon, but I've got a link here to other less expensive options as well. And the aphorism for the week, attention matters more than time. If you spend 80 years taking everything for granted, it'll be like you died at age 10. Attention matters more than time. If you spend 80 years taking everything for granted, it'll be like you died at age 10. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.